just thought to take a little time out to thank the Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for season six. Thank you. Who would have thought a podcast could be a gift? Really? That pressing B could spiritually uplift and simultaneously give a Pharisee fits. <laughs> all in all, you the one controlling it. So, the Lord is my shepherd. I can't go skit. So, this new pot life is like a skit, though. A lot of people swinging. I didn't even throw a pitch, though. Uh, forehead is flint, what I'ma flinch for? Nothing. We all gonna repent for what we did, so I'ma keep it moving, ain't no stripper or no cussing Gonna ruin what we doing, we are dwelling in communion Assignment is different, dwellers get the sentiment Vulnerability's my superpower, how many feeling it? Thank you Lord for this influence Without you, influence just don't make sense Nah If you've got a problem, who's going to solve it? It isn't going to be the therapist. Evacuation orders are The amount of stuff that are, that's going into our kids' uh, heads is unprecedented. <laughs> restart button in your life I am going to help you get over your past be able to embrace your present and plan for an incredible future so join me and let's reset together and for a very short time get master reset every other course from Tim plus an entire library of courses that will change your life Plans are starting at $8.25 per month with the code BASEMENT. Click on the link in the description or go to tomap.com and sign up today. Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Tim Ross. Yo, we back. We back in the studio. Y'all know I've been giving you Cosby Show vibes. Like, at the house, straight chilling. Uh, but they were working on the roof, and we didn't want all that noise. So we came back to the studio. And uh, so I'm so grateful that you are with us today. I want to give a shout-out to Press B. I want to give a shout-out to the dwellers. I want to give a shout-out to our promoters. Thank you all so much for your support. YouTube, you are holding it down on YouTube. Hey, I also want to give a shout-out to that live chat. You know, we did that. we did that live on Monday that we surprised everybody on. And we still had over a thousand people in the chat on an unannounced live. But the, the, the chat community is so vibrant. You all are so engaged. And uh, we have such a minimalistic amount of trolls that it just makes me so happy. 
that y'all are like praying for each other and loving on each other and rebuking the trolls the way that you do. It's just, it's just, there's an anointing on the live chat is all I'm saying is that there's an anointing on the live chat. Uh, shout out to all of those generous souls that give through PayPal and through Cash App. Uh, you literally have us out here without fear. So thank you. I love you. Yup. All right, all of that, all the pleasantries out of the way. Um, I am I am with today one of my very dearest friends. Um, you're welcome. Like, literally, I'm saying you're welcome to our entire Dweller community because um, I'm just going to vibe with my friend. Uh, and we just happen to have a hot mic and cameras in front of us. Uh, but we're going to do what we've been doing for countless years and for thousands of hours. Yes. We're just going to vibe out and talk. Um, this man, um, this man has integrity. This man has character. This man is full of wisdom. This man is devoted to God. He is a disciple of Jesus Christ. He loves his wife and his kids. And um, his transparency uh, and vulnerability rivals mine. So there you go. Um, we have been able to uh, bear each other's burdens, lift each other up, uh, sharpen each other's iron. Um, all the all the Christianese, we've checked all those boxes. Um, if that was enough, that would be dope, right? Like, cause he could be, you know, he could be into cryptocurrency and be like a multimillionaire. The guy could, you know, um, you know, <laughs> be the head of uh, the medical division for Cedar Cyanide Hospital. No, no, not he doesn't have one of those gifts, which would be awesome. This dude opens his mouth and when he sings, um, the only way I can describe it is uh, the presence of the Lord enters faster when this man opens his mouth to sing than Kramer coming into <laughs> Seinfeld's house. You know that bust the door open, Kramer, like, ah! you know what I mean? That's how, that's how fast the Holy Spirit comes in the room when this dude starts singing. It's really that's obnoxious. Crazy. It's really obnoxious. By his third note, I'm already on the floor crying. Ugh. And like, and, and it's, I've never told you this publicly. It pisses me off. Actually, <laughs> actually I, I just realized I actually don't like you as much as I thought. I, I actually have oh. jealousy in my heart. And the top side of this is going to be me asking you for forgiveness because I've had an offense it. against you and I didn't even know it. No, I'm just playing. Uh, uh, th this is my dear friend. He um, has worked on uh, multiple projects, saying, written, that have uh, won Grammys. Uh, he has been a songwriter of the year for BMI. And uh, uh, whether he's writing songs, singing songs, uh, exhorting, preaching, ministering, or missionary work uh, halfway around the world, um, he does so with a humility that is absolutely refreshing. There's not many people that have a gift like yours um, and walk in the humility that you do. Wow. Without further ado, uh, I introduce to some, like eight of y'all, uh, and present to others, thousands of y'all, the one, the only. Do you have a middle name? I have a couple middle names, but oh. I'm holding out. Okay, okay. I'm holding out. Michael Bethany's yo. in the building, ladies yo. and gentlemen. Yo. Let's yo. go! 
Yo. Hey. Hey. What up? What's up, man? Man, I'm so excited to be in, like right here with you in the basement. Like, Thank you, this bro. Is, I'm not new to the basement. No, you've been in it the whole time. We've been friends. So I've been watching this like, like that's how, okay, that's what we've been doing. And I'm like, when can I? <laughs> I just want, because I feel like any, all the, there are so many people that, that you've walked with and done this with, uh -huh. and people don't really understand. Right, bro. Right. Like what this is all about. Even, yep. even the way you describe me, you've described my trajectory, but the journey mm. didn't start there. No. So, like, you were a part of a lot of those critical moments where I was growing into the man that you're describing me to be, yep. the, those wrestling moments. And I just know how precious this conversation is. And I really, I'm overwhelmed with the moment to share this with, with the dwellers and everybody on YouTube. This is, I'm excited, man. Thank you, man. That means a lot, I'm, bro. Listen, this is real, man. <laughs> This love is you, real. Bro. I love you, man. Nah, this is um, the fact that we get to do this like this because yeah. we have grown together. That's, and, it, and it hasn't been one sided. No. You, you know what I mean? Like we've grown together. And and you made sure of that. Yes, because sir. Because when I met you, you had a billboard on 20. That's true. You had, a, you had a billboard up. So I thought, you know, he's a big deal. Like I, like who has. No, a, it was just a big billboard. It was. It was a <laughs> billboard. And I was just like, you know, like, but real like you were. You were already making such a mark, but at the inception of our relationship, on the very first day, you made sure that I understood that this is not going to be a one-sided thing. We, we both need each other. That's absolutely correct. So adjust your expectations absolutely. accordingly. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. cool, I, I can roll with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, your memory is <laughs> oh, no. memory is not short, fam. Not, not short at all. Because that, that was a I am second billboard. And they put it off Interstate 20, and yes, they put they it did. off Loop 12. Yep. And my big old head, they that whole billboard was just my head. And my whole <laughs> head didn't fit. That's how big my head is. They were like, I, we have to adjust our billboard parameters. This is not going to work. All right, dude. So, um, listen. In the last, I would say, 24 to 36 months. Yeah. Because you, you have had waves of success mm -hmm. throughout the years. And then in the last 24 to 36 months, bro, that has just gone like dummy. Mm. Like another wave that feels like very, very big. It may not feel big to you. It feels big to me from where I, where I stand. Um, uh, the way you worship the Lord and the way you invite people in to worship and the confidence in which you worship is for me incredibly refreshing because um there's so much false humility amongst preachers and worship leaders that um in an attempt to be humble they actually snuff out the confidence mm. that they're supposed to yeah yeah lead in mm -hmm. and um you don't do that. <laughs> no, sir. Why would, you why, don't do that at all. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? There is, there is no biblical principle, scripture, concept about not having confidence. Like there's, that's, Where that at? That is, the, that is the 
polar opposite That's right. of what God wants you to carry. Absolutely hum- correct. Huma- humility does not cancel confidence. Ooh! You need both. Right? You got to have both. So walking in humility, is it just means I know who God is and I know I'm not. And because I know he's with me, I'm confident. And I know what he's given me and I know right. how to use it. Right. That's all that is. That's that's David and Goliath. He he he's humble enough to know that this is an uncircumcised Philistine who doesn't have covenant with my God. I understand that. And I do. And because I do, I'm gonna cut your head off. <laughs> I'm and before I do it, I'm gonna make sure I understand what I'm gonna get when it's done. Like, what will the man get who I just wanna know what kind what what kind of blessing I'm about to walk into because I'm walking in this confidence, because I'm not doing this. And coming up empty. I'm, there's going to be a return on this. And I understand that because I know how God works. He like, wound up getting Saul's wife and never having to pay no taxes, taxes again. No taxes. And I think the bigger deal for him was no taxes. I think there was. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was, it was a good deal. It was a <laughs> it was great a deal. Really for something deal. For something he could have done without getting that. That's like, exactly right. The, the victory was based on covenant. That's exactly right. Not the reward. The that's reward right. was just like, I'm going to do this anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, we might as, so, but I feel like that that's important. Humility doesn't cancel your confidence. You need them both to operate at the highest level of your calling. Yes, sir. All right, so let's, let's hit the rewind button because um, when you wind up on the radar and people know you and people are you know, watching your worship sets by the millions and looking at worship songs and listening to them by the millions, streaming them by the millions. There, there is this, there's always this disconnect to the price paid mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's important for us to get the receipts. The basement is all about receipts. Like, like we, we don't do no, before and after pictures here without showing you some receipts, you know what I mean? And so, um, and our relationship has always been about receipts. So, so, so before there's Michael Bethany, there's Michael Bethany, right? (laughs) And, and there's a, there's a path to the stewardship of the Michael Bethany that's on people's radar. How, did you get there? Um, I mean, okay. Short explanation is we don't do short explanations. A whole lot here. of faithfulness, oh, faithfulness over a long period of time. Yep. But I start with my father, who who was a pastor. Okay. In a small, humble church in the inner city of St. Louis. Okay. And it was called True Hope Tabernacle Church of God in Christ. Man, these long titles. Long titles. All right, so my parents pastored a church, <laughs> and it was God's Way of Holiness Fellowship church. Come on. It was God's like the more syllables, the more sanctified. It was definitely sanctified. <laughs> That's a sanctified church. Now, when you say small, what are we talking? Storefront in the city. Like, it used to be, you know, the, in, in the hood, like, you got all these storefronts where that yeah, used to sure. be in, the, in their heyday, like these stores. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, General stores all those and pharmacies. And, and, of course, they all get abandoned. Yep. And so churches. Yeah, take them over. Take them over, buy yep. them, yep. rent yep. them Flip out. Em. Yep. And 
renovate them mm-hmm. and bring in pews and they're small yeah they're, for sure you know it, you think of a dollar general becoming a church that's a small yeah, church. yeah yeah for sure for sure and so and that is not all the sanctuary that the, you cut it off at some point now you got the back of the right, church absolutely the kitchen. yeah yeah yeah. so only a small <laughs> portion is actually the sanctuary uh-huh. there's no like ac yeah so yeah there's a big wall like a whole wall, wall, unit. wall yes. unit yes and it doesn't always work yep you know what I mean? Like, yes, and I do. And that's just what it is. Yeah. But that's where we started. That's when I, I discovered, you know, um, I, when, when the Lord, you know, I met Jesus in that church. Yes, yeah. That's, you know, I remember the day it happened, sitting next to my mother and my father was preaching. I started to cry. And my mother's like, boy, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. Wow. I told my mom, it's what daddy's saying. What daddy's saying is, is, is 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 doing something to me? How old were you? I was like eight, and I'm like he, my fa- my my father was preaching. He, oh Lord, and he was preaching, tuning up, going yeah, hard. He yeah, probably yeah. had his guitar on because he played the guitar. I mean, he was going. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. You you're not preaching to that many people. Right, right, for sure. So you're not doing it for fame. Not and, no. And and those people don't give. So we're only there because my dad's paying for the place. Dude, this is a parallel universe. I got to stop you. This is a parallel universe. My parents pastored for 15 years bivocationally. A church that a church community that never grew over 100 people. Mm-hmm. It averaged 40 to 50. Yep. For 15 years. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and I gave my life to Jesus in that. In that, yes. That church. I think the origin story is important. Critical. Please continue. It, ex- it explains a lot. It explains a lot to me too, fam. It explains a whole <laughs> Like on like okay, for on the funny side, a lot of the things about me that are animated, I can't erase. Right, exactly. I can't erase how I met Jesus. Yep. I can't erase how I first learned to worship. Yep. I cannot erase the freedom that I was introduced to in that small space where yes. there were no cameras, no television, no YouTube. It was just us and Jesus in a hot building. Yes. Doing whatever. Like, it's like, we're just going to have church in yeah, here. And yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's how I got it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, yeah, we, we would have, you know, every quarter we'd have a three-day fast and a shut-in. Wow. Every quarter. Starts on Thursday night at six, ends on Sunday night at six. Friday night from nine to seven in the morning, we're at church all night. And it happened four times a year, every year, my entire childhood. All right, all right, all right. So at God's Way Holiness Fellowship Church, <laughs> church fast day. I mean, this is ingrained. This is the whole thing, how it was said in the bulletin and everything. Church fast day is every Sunday from the time you wake up until after service. Mm. Like everybody that came to church. Nobody had a, 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 a morsel of food in their mouth from the time they woke up on Sunday until after service. So imagine yes. a whole congregation walking in fasted. in a fasted state. Ooh, yes, yes. Open to hear from God. Oh, man. And that's my discipline. That's, that's my whole life now. That describes who you are. That's at the foundation of your motivation. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this is good. All right, all right. So I'm gonna say this last thing, and then I promise I'm gonna shut up till you say something else dope. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, my my life coach, uh, Nancy Houston, says uh, 
and this is from a ther uh, from a therapy uh, psychological standpoint, the way it gets fired up in you is the way it gets wired up in you. Mm, I love it. And we usually that is so true. um we we usually use that language around trauma. But we, we we have only viewed trauma in a negative, or we only discuss it in a negative context. Mm -hmm. There are traumatic episodes in my life that were positive. That's good. My salvation being one of them. Oh man, major. So what you're talking about, like that small church fired it up in you one way, and that's the way it got wired up in you. So it don't matter where you go from there. No. This is who it is. My default setting is this. Yes. Yes. It's like you start, I learned how to go at 100 mm. from the beginning. As a kid, this is how we do it. This is how it's going to happen. If you're doing it, it's everything. All of it. And, it's, and here's the thing. People think about like, you know, you may see, this is why... The views on videos don't don't matter. They they are important. They're they're valuable because they're people. They represent an experience that's that's really happening. That's a reality. But that's not my motivation because I I didn't learn it there. <laughs> I learned it without them. Oh Jesus, I'm not gonna make it. Woo! <laughs> we ain't, I ain't gonna make it through this episode. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm not gonna make it through this episode. <laughs> oh my God! See, that's why. That's why. To deviate from this, going back to my journey, I just got to say this. That's why everybody needs a prayer closet. Because you need to have a place where God can introduce purpose to you without an audience. If you need an audience to hear God, it probably ain't God that you're hearing. It's you. God speaks in private. This is this is this is the beauty of a, a, a true intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit because he doesn't need two or three witnesses <laughs> to establish what he's saying to you. He'll tell you and then he'll confirm it through two or three witnesses, but he doesn't need them to initiate it. <laughs> right. How many witnesses did Noah have to, before he built that? ark? How many people co-signed on that? Who's going to co-sign on that? And he had to know it. It was because here's how you know. You're, this is how you really can see a, a person really thrive in faithfulness. It's because they truly know what they know. And it, when you get to a place where you can hear God, believe what he says, and be tested and not change, that's when you're ready for purpose. You're not ready before that. And this is why it's a, it's a critical thing that God saved me where he saved me. With I remember leading worship with a white shirt and grape soda all over it. And I had like some sort of breakout on my face. And my parents were like, okay. I mean, you're not dead. You're fine. You're not contagious. You're leading worship today. I'm like, I, I'm filthy. I got grape soda on me. I got a rash on my face. And you want me to sing Christ did it all. And it's just, it was a hum, humbling, yep. not just humiliating. It yep. was a humbling experience because I was constantly being, it was constantly being reinforced that it's not about me. So because I learned that at an early age, 
as I grew into other opportunities of influence, that was my frame of reference. I, I go back to, so I go back to that right now. I can stand in front of thousands and thousands of people, but when it starts, that all goes away. I'm back at that church. Like that's my pathology. I'm back at that church. My motivation is the same, but so I'm, that's St. Louis. We, we grow up in this church. Fast forward, my father, he actually, this, this is, this is kind of emotional because father's already. Oh yeah. Oh, this, this, we ain't even getting started because I'm struggling right now. But your wife already won. Yeah. She, she, she got me. She got you. you know, she knows. I want you to get, just get ready for this. Cause this is important. My father <clears throat> passed away at 40, 46 mm -hmm. on Y2K. This is the day that everyone thought the sky was going to fall, that the world would be over. Everybody's world moved on and mine stopped. So, doggone it, you're so right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> I told her, no, Tim's going to cry. <laughs> But this, this, but here's the, here's the most, here's the most important thing. Cause I've wrestled with God. Why would you, why would you take my father? Why would you let that happen? And as I got older, I, I realized how much I needed him mm -hmm. before I understood it. Mm -hmm. I needed him as a man. Mm -hmm. I needed him as a boy, mm -hmm. but right, I right. really needed him as a man. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I'm learning as I grow is this is why what you said is so important. What he'd already given me was more valuable than what he would have. He'd already, he'd already given me his whole life. He'd already given me his commitment. I saw him feed people in the hood. I saw him live a, a sacrificial life. I saw him fund a ministry. I saw him cook barbecue and, and make potato salad, which is why I know how to make potato salad so well. We've made trash cans filled with potato salad to feed people. I peeled all of those potatoes. I understand. I, and I don't, I don't resent it. I love yeah. the fact that I have the best potato salad on this side of heaven. I don't care what you say. Who makes potato salad in your city? I, I'm just letting you know. Don't challenge me. Okay, don't. But that... What my the the thing my father placed the work ethic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He, he sent me down to the. Was, I was little. I didn't get my growth spurt till late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a little bitty squirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father would drop me off in the dangerous hood by the liquor store, the barbecue store, the the auto mechanic shop, the pool hall. Yep. To cut the grass. And leave. And I'm down. I'm like down in the city. Cutting the grass by myself in the grass so how you can't even see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and the grass is too high because, you know, and right. now I'm like, I'm pulling it down and, <laughs> and it's a whole field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my father's like, you'll be fine. Wow. After that's over, my, you know what I got paid? White castles. And that was incredible. Yeah. I mean, these are the formative years that really explain the, the DNA of, of who I've, grown in yes, too, but leaving St. Louis, my wife and I, we got married. The Lord told us move to Dallas. And that's a long story in and of itself. Like God says, move to Dallas. I don't want to move to Dallas. He tells me alone. I told you, you got to have a prayer closet. Yes, sir. So he tells me alone and I don't want to tell anybody because I don't want to go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So I, I go home. I don't tell my wife. She wakes up. She says, I had a dream. Guess what? I had a dream. I said, what did you dream? So I dreamed we moved to Dallas. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a crazy dream right there. That's crazy. That's crazy right there. Wow. Okay. Were well, you hungry? So I got to get out of here. Oh I got to goodness. go to work. Yeah. And it was that way for a while until I accepted it. We moved to Dallas. And how long? How long before you accepted it? Woo! Listen. Okay. This was. This is good. I got the word in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, of what year? Of of I got that's two thousand five. Okay, okay, two thousand five. I get the word that summer, around June. Um, I I wrestle with that. I don't want to tell anybody. Understood. So then I keep asking my friend, "Would you pray for me? Would you pray for me?" And he eventually said, "Hey man, I, I'm not gonna keep praying for you. You just need to obey God. You mm. don't. You're pulling me into this, and mm. you just won't obey what God. Whatever mm. it is, do what God said. Do. Mm. So I go to my pastor and I say, "Hey, I think the Lord." may have told me he wants me to move. That's like around the same time, like, mm -hmm. like maybe a couple weeks later. Mm -hmm. He meets with me 30 days later. He said, I'll meet with you. We'll talk, we'll talk about it. He gives 30 days, doesn't, doesn't talk to me. So now I'm like, I told him, hey, whatever you decide, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. If you say I can go, I'll go. If you yeah. say I can't, I yeah. trust you, man of God. Right, 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 because you don't want to go anyway. Because you don't want to yeah. I mean, I'm thinking he ain't going to let me You home. are a trustworthy voice yes, in my life. I trust you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you, man of God. You know you need me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't can't nobody else do this, but you know, we and got a good thing and, going. And plus my potato salad. You know, you you, you want you, what you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. What you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. So so he tells me we meet we meet in a month, okay? So now it's like July close to August. We meet and he starts to pray. And he says, Lord, for this journey this young man's about to take. I'm like, Oh gosh, what? And he's like, yeah, man, that's God. He's yeah. like, man, this is where you are now. You're, you can't accomplish the magnitude of what God wants you to do in this place. You got you to gotta go to a bigger place. So his, his wife says, okay, when are y'all leaving? I said, well, you know, I'm getting my get my refund next year. Come on, come on, people. This is what we do. This is, this is the truth. This is when a, I get that refund. This is a true life story right this is when This is when major decisions and investments <laughs> are made in the hood. When you get that refund. Uh -huh. People got new cars, and they're not new. They're not new. They're just new it's, to you. it's new to them. $600. Uh -huh. I'm just refund. Yeah, you know what I mean? New clothes. <laughs> braids. Braids. <laughs> A new herringbone chain. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yes, all of that. So I'm like, okay, and we plan to move. Yep. <laughs> That's when we move to different apartments. So, yep. like, yeah, we'll get the refund. She says, you can obey God as soon as possible or as late as possible. I advise you to obey, obey him as soon as possible. Go home, write on a list everything you need to move. Take communion, pray, and then work on the list. We were in Dallas by the 1st of December. Now, a lot of things went wrong. A lot of things went right. But the, 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 our, that lesson of wisdom, obey God. Obey him now. 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 And, and I'm, so here's what's amazing, which helps tell the story. I get here December 1st. I meet Fred Hammond in January. Of 06. Of 06. And you remember this. You remember this. You will remember this because he recorded... Free to worship at the Potter's house. Lord have mercy. On Good Friday. Yes, he did. I was, I was there. I was there. Singing tenor. 
And he didn't even need any more tenors. He already had like five of them. He just liked me. Invited me to his house. You know, after seeing my day start, hey, come to my house. I go to his house. It's full of singers. They're rehearsing. And he says, sing something. And I sing Tis So Sweet. I was nervous. I sang it. I got one good run out. One good run. And that was what convinced him. <laughs> it only takes one. You got, you got to hear him tell the story. It only takes it one. Takes, it takes. <laughs> and even with that, I mean, a, a lot of the, the acknowledgement I've got as a writer was writing with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They that wait, mm-hmm. you know, you know the, he's the guy that really put me on. Mm-hmm. So, so I sing for him. And he's like, hey. Can we pause real quick? Yeah. We all have that one person. Oh, yeah. That we need to ensure we never cross out of our narrative. Never. Somebody had to put you on. He put me on. Nobody gets here by themselves. Somebody has to put you on. And heaven help you if your memory is so short. Oh, my goodness. That you can't remember who put you on. Whether you still have a good relationship with them or not, whether they're still in your life or not, whether they're still alive or not, let's not get all the way down the line and be like, we made us. No, no. I pulled myself up by my own boot. Stop playing. Look, I am not like, listen, I tell my kids about Fred. I, I will let, I will play his music and talk to them about, hey, these are the songs that I learned to worship to, like these are the songs that really marked my life. Mm-hmm. And then to have had the opportunity to work with him mm-hmm. closely with him mm-hmm. for almost 10 years. Like we mm-hmm. got to just do the music, produce. I mean, like I got I to gotta give him such a shout out. Fred Hammond let me do whatever my hands would, could find good to do. Wow. If you can write, go ahead and write. Wow. If you can sing, I'll give you a feature. Wow. If you can produce, produce. Wow. You can arrange, go ahead and arrange. Wow. And you want to manage product? It's yours. Sister GM, go for it. Manage it. Wow. You name it. Wow. Keys to the warehouse. Go on in there. Figure out how to work that stuff. I'm not going to stay there all night with you. Right, right, but right. But my wife would tell you many nights. I didn't come home to very late and I'm sitting in there trying to learn how to work Pro Tools and how to record songs and yeah. record my ideas. Yeah. It's because he he was gracious enough to give me a key. And so you don't, you know, like, and so now, you know, where a lot of people, the Lord has opened up so many doors. Yeah. Even now I'm finding there are people that aren't that didn't come from that. They don't yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. listen to gospel music or yeah. understand the gravity of that man's, you know, legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It's like, hey, you don't know me if it weren't for that guy. Point blank, period. Because that guy is a part of the domino effect. Yeah, for sure. For all these things. And so Mm -hmm. that happened. And then, of course, while that's happening, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm full. I leave my job Mm -hmm. because I didn't say this. I was electrical designer, project management. We don't have to get into all that, but that's the professional corporate side. But now I leave all that. Mm -hmm. I'm with him and we just take it. And then we go from him to Kirk to Marvin to all these different people I end up working with and all along I'm worship pastor for um, a, ch- a local church in the city um, con- a mega church in the city mm-hmm. multicultural racial church that was kind of like my introduction to like okay so this is not the same so I can right. I, can I do this right, and this right, was right. like the thing like can I actually lead these other people right. who don't come from where I come from right 
how do I do that? So now I'm doing Hillsong and yeah. Planet Shakers and yeah. New Life Worship, yep. you know, yep. and all these different things. And that's just taking me on a journey. And I do that. And then I go to Tony Evans, Dr., mm -hmm. you know, the Oakland Bible Fellowship. Mm -hmm. And then that eventually the Lord gives me that word again. Mm -hmm. And I end up at Gateway. Mm -hmm. And so this trajectory just takes me from place to place. And every place has given me tools. Man. Yes. Given me tools, man. Yes. Like, and I'll say this. I got to say this because people, we, we started with this. People don't understand the cost. You do not get to the next place without paying the toll. Yeah. You do not. So here's the thing. Okay, I'll, I'll let it breathe. But you got you to gotta digest that. You don't get there. You have to let a season complete. And and in every season, my wife is a witness. I left every place transition with a blessing because the season was complete. You remember this. I remember all of them. When I when when I when I was leaving the church in Arlington. Uh-huh. And I was getting frustrated. Uh -huh. I called you. Uh-huh. I said, man, this is getting tough. I feel like my season's over. And you said, finish. Well, yep. From that moment, it's okay. I know what I got to do. I put your head down, and here's what happens: you put your head down, you focus on your assignment, and then you forget about that feeling until God says it's time. It's almost like you know, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and then you just doze off, take a nap, and all of a sudden someone wakes up. It's time to go, right? And that time passes because you stop looking at the clock, right? You just look at your assignment and finish it. That's right. And so, I, every season is finished when I leave. That's right. And I and here's the, here's the here's the goal to this. Lord, when you finish the assignment, you get all of the benefits you were intended to get from it, and the blessing. You get all of the the. I, I tell my son, no matter you may not like it, you may not like them. You don't make you may not like how it feels. You may not like anything about it. But let me tell you something: you get to keep everything you grow. And when you're in a situation, a season, and you're growing inside, when you leave, everything you grow, everything you grew, you keep. You can take the salary. You can take the company car, right? You can take the credit card. You can, you can take this platform. But what God is growing is inside of me. And everything that's growing I get to keep, I get to keep my integrity, my character, my work ethic, my faithfulness, the sharpening of my gift, my people skills, the ability to face conflict and face it and do the right thing. Those things, they stay with me. Now I'm ready to, to, to go to the next level and manage and be a steward over more because I get to keep all that. So it's not a, I got to say, it's not a waste of time to be faithful. Woo! not a waste of time it's the best investment of your time to be faithful you lose if you stop being faithful <laughs> imagine this putting all of your money into an investment and then pulling out and getting nothing in return that's what happens when you forfeit by not being faithful you don't get nothing god don't owe you anything god is listen this is what hebrews 11 and 6 says he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. So diligence and faithfulness is how you get the reward. So every season's completed. I walk away from every season with everything I was intended to have. I'm fully prepared for the next thing. When I get to Gateway, it's kind of where this thing goes to another level because I'm more prepared 
than I realize I am to right. be a part of something that God is doing. And Gateway is incredibly special to me. And I don't want to skip over Dr. Tony Evans because let me tell you. No. Woo. Dr. He, I'm, I'm telling you, he took a young man who was talented and a strong leader. But I had to go through his system. I had to go through his training. Mm -hmm. I had to go. He, there was no way. He's like, yeah, you, you're a pastor. That's fine. Mm -hmm. you will, you'll get that title here. Mm -hmm. When? When you finish these new courses mm -hmm. you've never done. That's mm -hmm. fine. Wherever you, mm -hmm. We're going to make sure that you've got it the way you need to have it. Mm -hmm. And then to go there, serve there, of course, be the worship pastor, a part of the executive team on the elders board. I'm talking about a man in his 30s serving with men in their 60s and 70s. Yes, sir. Making decisions. Yes, sir. Man, that's, that's, that's I cannot say thank you enough to him because yep. I listened to him like yep. all my life. Yeah, for sure. And so to serve with him, a giant in the faith. Yep. And then when we, when I left, he blessed me. Yeah. That man blessed me when I left. I yeah. mean, I'm not talking about money. Of course, he took care of me. Yep. But I left with such a blessing and such wealth that he sowed into my life because I got to serve with him closer than most people will ever get to serve with a man at that level of, of leadership. Yep. And then then come gate come gateway. So it's like it's it's a, it's an incredible journey, incredible deposits, but that's everything that goes into if you see me standing on a platform that's the energy behind it. Right? All of those things. Yeah. That's the energy. All right. So, um, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. I am. <coughs> Gracias. Mm. So, dude. Man, I'm throwed. That was, oh my gosh. All right. There's so much there. It's going to be a four-hour pod if I try to... <laughs> If I even try to go back and digest everything that was just said, I do want to highlight um, the transition from Arlington to Oak Cliff. Yeah. And even though you got everything you needed from that season, you had to go to the back of the line in the new season. Absolutely. Because you had to learn a new system. Mm -hmm. And so out of all that Michael just said, I caution people to not think that because you completed four seasons here, that it presupposes you get to cut in line mm. in the new season there. Well, because when I came to the Potter's House from California, I was already an ordained minister. But I had to go through higher grounds, always abounding assembly. Mm -hmm. Once I got to Texas, and it was a two-year process. And they said, if you are preaching, you must stop preaching until you finish our system. So you don't get to cut in line because, well, I was the head over here. So how come I just can't go from here to here? Many times there are no lateral moves. You got to just step into the new season and say, God, in the same way you navigated and ordered my steps in the last season, you have to do it here as well. Yeah. So there's, there's, a, 
there's a lot of humility in that as well. Absolutely. I completed my seasons and I'm submitted to whatever this new season requires. Amen. Yeah, that'll keep you from having a spirit of entitlement for sure. And it's like you don't want to cheat yourself. Because the reality yeah, that's is. All that, that's all you wind up doing. If you're in a new season, here's what you must first admit. And this is what humility will, will allow you to admit easily. I don't know what I'm doing yet. <clears throat> it's like, here's, what I, here's the only thing you can say. You may not know what you're doing, but the character assets that you've accrued help you to accelerate the process. Mm. So that does work in your benefit because now you understand how to humble yourself quicker. Right. You understand how not to harbor any offense. You understand right. that. Right. You understand how to acknowledge leadership. You understand it's not about you. Right. So now in the next system you play in, even though you haven't earned your spot, so to speak, you're going to get there a lot faster. Right. Because you won't be doing all the stupid stuff that right. immaturity would have you do That's or you've already done. Yeah, bro. But so you can you can you can celebrate the time, but you have to do it in order. Right. Because even in that, here's what people don't understand. If you get granted on the on day one access, you haven't built any relational equity. There's nothing to support mm. your confidence in the relationship. That's absolutely correct. <clears throat> so even if it's nothing but I'm gonna take the slow route here so that I can build the community necessary for the longevity of the assignment because the assignment's not about me. Right. I've got to ingratiate myself. I've got to integrate. I've right. got to acclimate to right. this community, right. to this assignment, and I don't know that yet. I That's don't right. know who, who's who, I don't know what's what. So it's just, it behooves it behooved me. It benefited me a lot to accept that. And so when Dr. Evans told me, <clears throat> it was no shade on you know what your, you know, your license and all that's fine. Right, 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 absolutely. I, I, I bet you're a great preacher, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not. Yeah. But here's my process. Because in that process, you get more than knowledge. You build trust. Yes. And trust is the currency of productivity in a community context. You cannot be productive with people with no trust. And you need time to develop that. Here's the addendum I'll add. It builds trust. And it builds context. Absolutely. To who you're serving. I can't tell you how many people are frustrated with who they serve in ministry simply because you don't know them. Mm. You ain't mad because they doing something illegal or immoral. You just mad because you don't understand. And you don't understand because you won't take the time to be curious enough right. and, and actually submit to the system instead of nitpicking at it. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't do this. I don't understand why they don't do this. I don't understand. It don't make no sense. Well, have you even submitted to it to even understand? Oh, it's not the way I would do it, but I understand why you all do that here. That takes maturity. This is not the way I would lead, but I understand why you do that. You're 40 years older than me. <laughs> yeah. Right? You came from a Baptist background. You came from why well, I don't understand why we don't have a move of the spirit and we break out in tongues. Well, the dude was Baptist. There you go. And now he's spirit filled, but he don't get his Shondo on in front of people like your Pentecostal self does, right? Yeah. So so it's like with all that getting, get an understanding. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be as frustrated if you actually understood the context. Some of this stuff ain't warfare. No. 
Some of this stuff, you just don't have context because you don't want it. You're lazy is what you are. You're lazy, entitled, and you actually think you know better. Mm. But you ain't done a damn thing. Mm-mm. You've done nothing. I can't tell you how many people that have only served up to the capacity of like a youth pastor got something to say about a whole church mm. and how it should be ran. You only had 250 kids. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I think it's, inc- it's critical that with every transition, especially the transitions I've had to new communities and churches, of course, you need to build trust. Mm-hmm. You need to build relational equity. Mm-hmm. But you have to start seeing yourself as a part of them. There's a strange thing that we tend to do. Uh-huh. Talk about the strange thing. We love we love this adversarial positioning. Where uh-huh. There's always got to be some opposition. Right. And because in order for me to be right, I can't be on your side. Ooh. So I, something's got to be wrong with you. Uh-huh. Because that's the only way that I can be validated is right. That's right. And I cannot help you. I can't be one with you. I've yep. got to maintain my autonomy. Yep. Because that's the only way I can feel validated as an individual. Right. Unfortunately, there's no, there are no individual championships in basketball. That's why we'll always debate who's the greatest. Right. Because it's hard to quantify that's the exactly greatness right. apart from the team. That's exactly correct. It's hard to Absolutely it's correct. Is listen, I'm a I'm a Jordan fan. I'm yeah. gonna tell you right now, he is the greatest. Yep. But I will I will concede yep. that that is debatable. Yeah. When you think about who he's playing with. Yeah, absolutely. Or the system he played in. He never had to take Booby Gibson to the finals. No, he didn't. And you think about you think about, you know, he's Phil Jackson comes in, establishes the triangle. What if he never got the triangle? That's exactly right. And what if he never had the right players That's to exactly execute right. that? That's exactly right. He would have been the most incredible individual player with no championships. That's absolutely correct. So I'm just saying it's more to it than that. Yep. Not to get into a debate on basketball. But right, 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 right. I'm still saying he's the greatest. I don't uh, care what nobody says. Okay, okay, understood. He's a, but, but all that to say is I had to learn. Whenever you come into a situation, you have to learn to to say, okay, I don't agree with this, 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 and this, but it does not help me mm-hmm. to put myself against the people that I'm with. We all sitting in the same car, going to the same destination. It only makes this a miserable experience for me if I have to be against the people with me. I got to find a way to build unity with these people because even if my opinion is different and correct, if I don't build unity first, right? They don't even care. <laughs> like you know, you've been in situations like, oh no, no, this way we're gonna do it. You know why? You might be right, but we don't like you. Yeah, that, that. you're a jerk. Okay, I would I would rather be wrong yep. and, and and not do what you're yeah. doing. I don't like you. It's so I don't. True. Tr- and so it's you, so true. The relationships are so much more important than the task. The relationships are so much important than your targets. Yeah, the relationships are so much important, more important. Like the and here's I'll say this because this is so important. This is what people miss when you come into a new assignment, especially a church organization. Make friends with the people you don't prefer. Woo! Make listen. Make time for the people who ain't your cup of tea. Because what you, what you end up doing is you end up criticizing the people 
that can be your greatest assets. And assets have nothing to do with what you what you prefer. Absolutely correct. It has everything to do with what they actually have to give you. Absolutely correct. And so you have to learn. So I have to learn. You know, I don't. I don't. This is not typically who I would go hang out with. Right. But I had to see the God given intrinsic value that they held. That's right. The wisdom, the context, the history, and the ability that they have. These people, even if they're not the leader, the CEO, or the pastor, they've got the ability to ingratiate you into something you can't put yourself in. So, so let me talk to the the person that's listening to this right now, and here's what's in their head. Nah, uh, nah, nah. I'm a real one. I be keeping it too real because I ain't, I ain't gonna be playing the church politics. Here's what I would say to tweak your perspective. <laughs> Get the word politics out of your vocabulary. That's good. And bring the word diplomacy in. That's right. We're not politicians of Jesus Christ. We're ambassadors. That's right. And the ambassadorship requires a high level of diplomacy. Diplomacy sits down with the people that they're not in alignment with, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. need to come into agreement with. Yes, in yes. order to get something done. Yes, that takes diplomacy. It does that doesn't take political flair? That doesn't take kissing somebody's butt. Mm-hmm. Diplomacy says, "I could nuke you." Instead, <laughs> let's meet over a cup of tea yeah. and find out how to not nuke each other mm-hmm. and to navigate life without putting the whole world in a nuclear winter. Mm. And so in the same way, Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. That was a diplomatic move. He wasn't disavowing his allegiance to the Pharisees. But he did want a greater understanding and he knew by day he would be judged differently by his peers. So he came at night. That's not a coward move. That's the move of a diplomat. I'm going to set up a time to sit with this guy yeah. because I want a better understanding. And you know what that understanding granted? Access to Jesus's slain body. Mm, yes, yes. After he came off the, cry, yes. the cross. Nicodemus came along with Joseph of Arimathea Mm -hmm. and put him in his borrowed tomb. Yeah. So diplomacy wins. That's right. But it, but it takes humility and the crucifixion of your ego to be able to say, I know that that person's not my cup of tea. That's who I wouldn't hang out with, but I'm going to lunch with them. That's not who I'm, I would usually hang out with. I'm sitting next to them during the meeting. Because I'm trying to advance the kingdom and I need to know something I don't know. And they know it. Because we're on the same team. Yeah. That's life hack stuff. And you, Michael Beth. And unfortunately, sometimes we're too smart for our own good. Mm. We think we know too much. You've read so many books or maybe just watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos. Which I'm, I'm, I ain't mad at that because I will watch a YouTube video in a minute. I, I watch... YouTube videos for entertainment, not education. Well, hey, listen, I'm, I've changed my garbage disposal out. Amen. And I took class yes. on, on, in the school of YouTube. And here's the key, if you want to change your garbage, because it's kind of hard, like <laughs> tricks. 
I say watch five of them by five different people because that's just that one thing you didn't see that's right. going to have you doing, like, yeah, you're going to end up calling the plumber. Just a little tip. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. just diversify your, your YouTube selection. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, we, people don't understand that. Right is not the goal. Unity is the goal. That's right. You, listen, when you, you think of, let's go back to sports. You go back to the bench and you're debating what play to make. Mm-hmm. If you don't come to agreement, mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you, whatever you do, you're going to lose. That's exactly right. Now, you may have had a better play. Right. It doesn't matter if you have a better. You have to execute something, right? We're running this play. We're running this play. You usually would shoot it. He's going to shoot it. This time. However you feel about that, kill it now. Because mm-hmm. he's shooting the ball. It's fine. The, the worst that, the, the, here's the two outcomes. We go out in unity. Mm-hmm. We lose, but we maintain our unity. That's right. We learn from it. That's right. And we move forward. That's right. And whereas you were, you would have been yelling at us and right. bickering to get your point across. Right. Now we're all willing to listen. That's right. Because we have the principal thing, which is unity. That's right. That's what I really need. Yeah. And in a situation like that, I've just learned that. That's the hack. This is what I mean. Like you learn how to accelerate. Right. Your trajectory and season by these principles and. I, I, all I can say is this, the journey that I've traveled, it was not cheap. It's mm. cost me so much, so much more than I can explain on this podcast. That woman <laughs> sitting over there can tell you. There are so many things you will know are just absolutely inappropriate to share. <laughs> it's so true. It's inappropriate. Like it's I, so I, true. I can tell you yeah. how I got here. <laughs> But somebody's gonna sue me, <laughs> okay? <laughs> or, or meet me in the parking lot. Right, 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 like, right, okay. right. Yep, yep, yep. So I understand. Like that's hilarious. Some of the things that happen, you know. Therefore, it's all for your good, man. Yeah, it's been, for sure. And I'm telling you, I, I, I don't know how we transition into anything from here, but I can say this: I am grateful, not just for all the amazing seasons. I am so grateful for the terrible, traumatic, awful mm. turn of events. Mm. I'm so grateful. Mm. Like with the best season. I'll give you, I'm going to paint a scene for you. Okay. I'm grateful for this. Mm. Me and my wife broke. Broke, broke, broke. In a house, no health insurance. And I'm holding my son and he's having a seizure. In that moment, we feel like I... This can't get worse. How do you have a happy marriage in that scenario? How are you happy with yourself in that scenario? How can you have a good day when, as a man, you feel like I can't, I can't take care of my, this, the, the world's going through crisis truly, I understand that. But I'm a man, I'm supposed to be, my father said I was supposed to be able to do this. Society says I'm supposed to take care of my business. I am, I'm a failure. I look back in that season right now from where I'm standing and I'm like, that's necessary. I bet you that. Oh, no. Because here's the thing. All things work together. I bet they do. For good. I bet they do. So it, that that actually turned out to be one of the reasons my wife and, and I can look at each other and laugh right now at some of the things that we cried about. Like we can chuckle. Like, look, you remember, remember that one time that so-and-so said this and then we did this? Ain't that crazy? <laughs> and there's no bitterness I love them. I love that, you know, whoever, wherever it was, I'm fine with it. I have no animosity. I have, I have no bitterness, no anger, no residue. Mm. How can you be mad? How can you still be mad after God made it away? How, what you, 
How he you he provided for you though. Why are you still mad at somebody who did not have the final say? You upset. And every and you know how this is. You bring up that that situation, that person, and it's like they they start going back into it. It's like they go back in time and they relive it. It's like, hold on a second, hold on a second. How you doing? Are you still breathing? Did they did did they I'm just saying it I look at that and I say, Well, no weapon formed against me prospered. The weapons, even if they did it on purpose, and here's a little just a little just a note. A lot of the things that were the worst things that happened to you, they didn't mean it. A lot of people didn't mean you harm. Now, some people did, but very seldom. Absolutely. Very seldom do Absolutely. you have the, as many haters as you think. Absolutely. Sometimes, Intentional. No, no. Malice. Malicious very intent. Seldom. You're dealing very. with somebody's jacked up character. That's exactly right. Their brokenness hurts you. Their brokenness hurts you. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't not even malicious know. malicious intent. They didn't get up in the morning like, I'm going to ruin them. <laughs> Never. You're not that sweet. Like, that's nothing. Like, come on. You ain't Destro. No. You, you ain't Skeletor. We're going to take him down. We're going <laughs> to. I'm going to take down Grayskull once and for all. No. What? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's not. It's, it's so ugly. And it's, it's holding you up. Ooh! Here it is. You can't love, trust, help other people. Because all you're thinking about is the one person who didn't even know they hurt you. And now you're leaving all the opportunities that God is giving you on the table. And you're going to complain about being broke. Instead of being humble, forgiving that individual, letting it go, giving thanks to God and thanking him. Thank you because even if they meant it, it didn't destroy me. If that's what their intent was. Thank you for leading me out of that, providing for me and giving me a new opportunity to love again. Because in that, in that next season of loving again, there's so much more promise healing breakthrough that you, that you actually need to help finish the process. You are holding yourself up. It ain't helping you. It ain't doing you no good. Mind you, my wife, even as our, our marriage, like there's so much hurt I've, I, I experienced as a kid. And, and my wife has helped me heal from that. There's so many things you've gone through. Like maybe your church, uh, you had a pastor, a leader hurt you. Maybe they did it on purpose. Maybe they didn't. That is not, that is not an indictment against all pastors. That's correct. It's, an, it's all it is. It says that individual with That's the right. title. That's right abuse their position knowingly or unknowingly and they are held accountable by God for those actions. That's absolutely correct. It doesn't mean that all pastors are that way. That's right. And newsflash, you still need one. Like at the end of the day, <laughs> it's like it's like hey, our doctors are terrible, you still need one. Okay? That doctor was terrible. I need to find a good one. We will often we will not search for therapists in the same way we search for doctors. Like I will find a new doctor because <laughs> I'm gonna get correct. I'm gonna get and these, a new dentist. I'm, do, I'm and getting a new pills. barber. I'm getting these pills. Absolutely correct. But I, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna pills. get these pills. <laughs> you gonna write this prescription? You gonna get this prescription? <laughs> I okay? bet you go write this. We getting these pills, okay? But that pastor, mm -mm, done with them. Wow. I, and then done with all churches, all of them. But you ain't done with all hospitals. Nope. Nah. You got food poisoning, back. but you ain't done with our restaurants. Going back. I will go back to the same that one. That barber pushed your hairline back here, but you but you found another <laughs> you barber. Found a new one. I will. I resilient in that regard. I will. I will find resilient it. <laughs> I will. In that regard. Just it just it's just not it's not helping you grow. 
Okay, so that's all I'm saying. I, I um so so uh I went through a transition and um was destroyed in the process in spiritually inadvertently gutted to my core mm-hmm. and I remember taking it before the Lord and telling them I said I just feel like my soul is cratered I just I, I have a crater in my soul I never experienced this much rejection I, I have a crater in my soul and the Holy Spirit said that's exactly what it is mm. like it was so validating he wasn't like don't you love it? When Suck he it up, them? Buttercup. You know what I mean? Yes. He validated it. He was like, that's exactly what happened, Tim. Your soul was cratered. He said, now, you get to choose what this crater gets filled with. Mm. He said, here are your two choices. You can fill this crater with bitterness. And if you do, people will drown in it for the rest of their life. He Yikes. said, or you can fill it with grace. And if you fill it with grace, people will be refreshed in it for the rest of your life. So I chose option B, right? I chose yeah. the second one. And, and here's the visual. Um, we had a swimming pool. Um, I, I couldn't even appreciate how the lengths my parents went through to give us a middle class uh, experience in the hood. But we had a, a house with a swimming pool. In the hood? Yeah. Okay, just a quick question. Above ground? Above ground. Okay, okay, now I'm with you. No, 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 not, not above ground. It was a pool. It, it was, was in the ground. It was in the ground pool. In the hood? Yeah, man. Everybody was at y'all house. Everybody <laughs> was at our house. When y'all were, weren't there. <laughs> they, was, they were still there. Parties. Yeah, 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 bro. They, so, they so, gone, they gone. <laughs> so, so, you know, after the winter, you know, there'd be, it'd be green and algae and spawning frogs and the water is all murky and so so you drain the pool and then you throw that chlorine in the pool and burn off all of that algae and all that uh residue and then you know spray it down and then after you do all of that my dad would take the garden hose Mm -hmm. and stick it over the side yeah and turn the water on and walk away and that pool wouldn't be filled an hour later, no. 24 hours later. Usually took on average four to six days to fill up that hole. It ran continuously. But within a week, drop a couple of chlorine tablets in there, mm-hmm. and we were springing off that diving board, yeah. doing cannonballs in the water. Your heart won't fill back up overnight after you've been hurt. Yeah. But if you at least let him start the process, what seems like drops today will be buckets tomorrow. Amen. And you simply have to give it time. Give it time. Yes. But this whole Thanos snap, I was hurt, now I'm not. It doesn't give space or grace to your mind, body, and soul to grieve, properly leave, Mm -hmm. and accept what the new reality is. But I just refuse to allow that hurt to make me 
not love again. So I'm playing, uh, well, I just finished uh, God of War. Mm-hmm. I'm a gamer. So I finished God of War. No spoiler alerts for you because Sammy's playing God of War right now. So this is not a spoiler alert. But but this, this state, the, the script is just unbelievable. But this one line from, from the game was profound to me. Uh, they said, the crescendo of love is grief. Mm. That if you love well, the crescendo is grief. Because the love will be lost, even in its most pure form, form by death. You're going to lose it at some point. Yeah. So if you're scared of grief, don't love. If you're going to love, be prepared to grieve. It ain't going to happen at the same time. But the crescendo of love is grief. Because at some point, somebody got to die. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we ain't talking about it through no divorce. We ain't talking about it through y'all having a falling out. If you choose to love well, you're going to be disappointed by somebody. Yeah. <laughs> if you choose to love well, you're going to be misunderstood by somebody. If you choose to love well, somebody's not going to meet your expectations. So what's your recourse? Not to love? I just, I just guard my heart because can't trust nobody. No, you can't trust Tabitha. <laughs> don't say nobody Tabitha hurt you right don't say nobody Chris hurt you don't say nobody Shannon hurt you yeah so just having that mindset is so liberating I'm gonna love well and I'm gonna be hurt at some point mm. but the crescendo of it all is grief but at least I would have loved and that cannot be taken away from me I will not live my life behind walls that I built not to feel. Come on. Tim, listen, here's what we, I've embraced this revelation. We were made to heal. Injury is a part of the process, but you were made to heal. Physically? Yes, sir. Emotionally. Yes, sir. Spiritually. Yep. Relationally. There is healing on every level. There is healing on every level. It's factored into the way God crafted you to be resilient. And without the opportunity to heal, you cannot progress. It is learning to ride the bike. You fall, but you learn how to keep your balance through the fall. It is the part of the opportunity. It is a gift, not just to be hurt. Mm. It's a gift to heal. Bro, can you just go back, though? (laughs) Yeah, man. You you, you literally saying it's actually a gift to get hurt. Yes, it is. (sighs) It's how God selected Jesus to be bruised and crushed. It pleased him to do it because he factored in resurrection. The bruising and the crushing was to liberate me. But he was made to be resurrected when he was given that earthly body. 
resurrection was always a part of it, but there will be no resurrection without a death. And you can't experience all the beauty of healing without the injury. It's the basic way of a child learning. I know what heat feels like as I've been burned. But then I understand how to utilize heat for its highest and greatest good because I understand the nature of it. That lesson? Oh, it's in, it's in, it's in, the, it's in the amygdala. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to do that again. No, no, I don't have to do that again. You know what I mean? I I'm got not, it. I, got, I bet you I got it. I was made, <laughs> I was like, that is the, understand the beauty in the way God made you. All right, so so uh, Joshua 5 popped up in my head. Um, you know, Josh has to go to all the males in Israel and tell them that y'all need to be circumcised mm-hmm. or else we're going to cross the Jordan River and die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> we're going to go try to fight Jericho. We're going to drop dead. So um, they all circumcised themselves, right, by the hundreds of thousands. Uh, after all the males had been circumcised, they rested in the camp until they were healed. Mm. Come on, Bible. God would not send them into battle while they were still healing mm. from an injury that was self-imposed. And necessary. Absolutely required before they take the next step. So your healing and your battle don't have to take place at the same time. So let's blow up the BS right now of leading while bleeding. Mm. No, walk your ass off the court and sat down, as they say, as them old mothers was. <laughs> they didn't tell you to sit down. <laughs> sat down somewhere. You need to sat down somewhere. Okay, go sit down and heal. Yeah. And when you healed, then we'll go fight the battle. But this whole macho. <sighs> Yeah, I'm being beat up on every side, but say I'm still here. If you don't sat down somewhere with your bleeding self, it's coming through the clothes. You're nasty. You can't heal. You, you can't heal. You can't heal that way, huh? Your band aid doesn't work. <laughs> you ain't got enough gauze. <laughs> sat down somewhere, okay? No, that's that's, that's what gives. That's what gives marriage hope. Because we understand, like, yeah, that hurt what she said. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll be okay. Yeah. And we'll be better for it. I bet we will and, be and, better. And okay, so now that we're talking about marriage. Yeah. Now that, uh-huh. we, now that we're talking about that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Isn't it amazing? You one brought it up. It's, I'm just saying, it just kind of <laughs> segued there. Somebody pushed us in this direction. <laughs> you. <laughs> What's beautiful about marriage is... You're hurt by the person that God wants to use to heal you. Facts.com. Like, there's no way out. You, and so the covenant is amazing because even the covenant of marriage, it was created to heal. Yes, right. And it grows through that process yeah. of humility and grace and love and forgiveness. And when you learn to repeat that cycle, it gets easier and easier then you spend less time angry about things you know are going to pass soon. You know it's because you've been through the cycle and you also understand I'm offended by you, but I value you too much to remain angry with you. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I, as a matter of fact, this is what I believe. I believe when the, when the, when the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. 
Mm. And people's like, don't go to, you know, I've always said, don't go to bed, you know, you don't go to bed angry. Well, a lot of people interpret this, well, we got to work this out mm. before we go to sleep. Mm. And the, the issue is not uh, the agreement, the issue is your anger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to understand, I can dispose of my anger and mm -hmm. rest because you mm -hmm. won't even rest. If you're angry, like even if, if even if it doesn't matter that you come to agreement, right. if you let anger like just marinate in your soul, you can't sleep, you yeah. can't have rest, you can't rejuvenate, you yep. can't function, you can't live at your highest potential. So, so understand that even in marriage, like I have to learn to distinguish, like 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 to extinguish of that, so that I can really I can rest. Also yep. understand that this is not the end. Like we we may be at an impasse on this situation, but we'll be all right. We'll be fine. Right. We'll right, make right. it through. Right. And understand that our a marriage is not it's not a marriage unless it's resilient. Yes. That's a part of it. Yes, absolutely correct. It's a covenant rather. Exactly I'm just right. talk about covenant. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Covenants yeah. are resilient. Yeah, no, they are. Okay, so so I got these wild images in my head that I've never thought about before. So um let me just muse just for a moment mm. on the church hurt. Right, the church hurt me. I'm not going to go to church. So, two. These are so abstract and random. Just go with me, though. I thought to myself, how many people have been teeth hurt? How many people have bit their own tongue? Mm. Inadvertently. Yeah. I, me. I, I definitely have. I bit, bit my own tongue. Bit my lip. Uh, I bit bit my lip. I didn't take my teeth out. I had to forgive my teeth real quick, even though they my bicuspid stabbed my tongue and made it bleed. It was inadvertent. I didn't try to do that. How many times have I rolled my ankle? Right. My ankle just quit on me. I was trying to make a move. And instead of doing what I wanted it to do, it just quit and just rolled and then swole up like a golf ball. I didn't go get my leg amputated. Like I don't want to see that foot. No more. I can't trust it. Mm. It's the body. And even though it was inadvertent, the body comes to heal That's right. what has happened. The same place that hurt you may not be the one to heal you, but the church is going to heal whatever part of the body hurt you. That's what we're here to do. That's right. So. I love it. All right, man. Um, you have new music. Sure do. And uh, I want to sing them all. I, just, <laughs> I, them I all. want a acapella set. Okay. Right now. I'm not going to make it through it because the Holy Spirit's going to come in here. I'm going to be on the floor uh, <laughs> be forewarned. Um, but but I want to I want to know the burden behind this project. What you're feeling right now. What you're what you want this music to do. For the people that listen to it, I already know what it does for us. Every time you come out with a project, there's ultimately several songs that Juliet and I just, like we listened to one song, I think this was probably your last project or two projects ago. You had a song on that project, and this is no exaggeration, I think we listened to it for about nine weeks straight, mm. one song. I can tell you every chord change. I can tell you every vocal riff. Wow. I can tell you every note. Like, we listen to the song, like, nine weeks straight. 
one song. And it wasn't like, that's the dopest song in the album. I don't want to hear it. No. It was like, because Juliet and I are like this. We, something locks in our soul and we just wear the hell out of it. Like we, yeah, we, yeah, we just yeah, can't yeah. get enough of it. And that was that, was that project. So wh- what is it? Yeah. What what are you trying to accomplish on this one? The, the burden behind it? Talk to me about it. So there there are a couple of like key things that the Lord gave me on this album. Um it's everyone knows who knows me knows that I come from a gospel music background. That's where I learned. Yeah. That's where I first got my yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Uh and then I what well, That's your that, default. That's setting. my default. You know, yeah. it's like Daryl Coley, James Moore, you know, like those are the OGs. They're in my phone now. Everybody's trying to do that. Okay. Uh, okay. Twice, three times removed, but it's still that. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> right? right. So you have that. But then, as I as I when I came to Dallas, like as I was like any opportunity to lead worship, I was constantly leading worship in in like multi ethnic spaces. And so I would be out with Fred or wherever, and we'd be out going ham. You know, are you ready? And going crazy. Yeah. And all the runs matter in that environment. Yes, Everything they do. you could do, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then I get home, and I'm singing, you know, Hosanna, yeah, yeah, four Hosanna, chords, uh huh, Hosanna in the highest. That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's that's those are different worlds. Yeah, and I was learning how to apply not my style but my intimacy in a new space. Mm. And I, I did not understand that it would translate because I had all these lies in my head about white people. <laughs> Just, I had like things you learn as a person who grew up in a bubble. Please talk about that. Yes. That's important. It's very important. Please talk so about this. Here, the lesson for me was you're not, you're, you're spiritual first. So whatever your skin is, or even your background, whatever that is, that's secondary. Absolutely correct. Intimacy is happening between the Holy Spirit and your spirit. That's absolutely correct. That's transferable in any environment. That's absolutely correct. All the blockages and all the the, the, the distraction, that's all in your mind. Right. Your soul needs to be renewed. Right, 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 right. Wow. <laughs> so so that none of that's true. <laughs> so the Lord was showing me how powerful that intimacy really was. And it here here are these moments that help me understand. I think I'm starting to understand this. Mind you, I told you I grew up in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I, I never, I had there was one church that was maybe a, two or three white people in those churches, and that was an anomaly. That just didn't happen where I was from. That yeah. black people went to church here, white people went to church there. The you know Asian folks or you know Philip whoever you, yeah. wherever you like you yeah. did we nobody mixed really. Right, 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 right. So when I got here, it was like all oh, these mixed, you know. And so what happened is like an older white man came to me. Tall, older white man, great hair. You know, I want to tell you, I was so touched by your worship, man. It just moved me. How was that? That was good. <laughs> that was really good. It, I was like tweaking the accent. Yeah, no, no. It, so it, was, like it, the, where it started and where it ended, you got there. I really did get he, there. That's, this man it had on overalls. Really just, I love your worship, man. I just cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, really? And it showed me like, no, no, this works everywhere. Then I would go. I went to, to Tokyo. I works in. Don't you understand what I'm saying? Works here. <laughs> go to Sri Lanka. It works here. 
It works everywhere. Intimacy yes, is yes, a spiritual does. experience between Absolutely. God and our spirit. Absolutely and everybody correct. on earth has a spirit. Absolutely correct. And so I understand like when I'm leading worship, I'm I got to get through your brain. Yep, yep, yep. But the confidence comes from a spiritual connection to God. That's how I know. Even if you don't like there are some people that will shut you out. That don't bother me. Yeah. As I knew you, if you knew how good God was and right. you understood, you wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, absolutely. You don't right. mean no harm by that. Yeah, for sure. So that doesn't bother me. Yeah. But I start to see that. And so it culminates in me year after year where I'm leading in diverse spaces. And one place I'm here and another place I'm here. And like these worlds never, but I'm the same person. Right. I love all these people the same. Like if you come to my house for a party, you're going to see, you know, like United Nations. It's like, these are all my friends. Yeah. This is how yeah. I get down. Yeah. You know? I, I do life like this. I like yeah, this. yeah. 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 I like it like this. Yeah. 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 And so this album, there's two things. Um, so I, in 2017, the Holy Spirit gave me a word about overflow. And he basically told me that this album is going to be called overflow. And I hadn't, it took a while because I, re, I released music from then till now. Right. But I was learning how to release overflow the whole time. Mm. Because the Holy Spirit was baking something in me that would culminate in this album called Overflow. Basically, there's a lot of ways I can, I can unpack this with you, but here's a simple way of understanding it. I want this album to be an overflow of your intimacy through and through. So that when you list these songs, you'll be able to say, God gave me that song in the prayer closet. Mm. God gave me that song when I was in prayer. Like these are all prayer room songs. So, you know, when, when, I, when you hear the song, Fill the Room, that started in prayer. Mm-hmm. It didn't start like, let's write something. Well, no, it didn't right, happen right, that right, way. Right, 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 when you hear Set My Eyes, yeah. that's an intimate song between me and God. That's, yeah. That had nothing to do with anybody. Right, 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 right. So when you hear He is Lord, I'm singing, you know, for He is Lord, He is Lord, He has risen from, from the grave, and He is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ, He is Lord. Oh, He is Lord. He has, He's alive. You know, I, I'm singing a new song is birth. I think your voice is actually connected to my tear ducts. <laughs> I just, I don't know if that's fair. No, but do you do you <laughs> sense in that even in, as it turned, bruh? He's alive, I risen Christ, and He is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. He is Lord. That was birth on the side of a. St- Stage by myself, worshiping alone, singing the old chorus. Every song is birthed like that. All right, so you got to stop. Because that song is connected to my entire childhood. Mm. Maxine Ross had devotion with us every night at six Mm. growing up. And no matter what we were doing, whether we were playing football or running around, at 6 p.m., we had to walk in the house for devotion. And we had to walk in singing. Mm. For he is Lord. Mm. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue. Seven. Mm-hmm. Eight. Not, I got molested when I was eight. Nine. For he is Lord. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even saved. 
10, for he is Lord. 11, for he is Lord. 12, for he is Lord. Porn addiction. Mm. I got exposed to pornography at 12. 13, for he is Lord. 14, for he is Lord. 15, wanted to kill my perpetrator. Couldn't kill him. Maybe I should kill myself. For he is Lord. I didn't even know yeah. that my whole childhood and all that I went through, that woman kept me declaring yes. who was Lord in my abuse, yeah. in my addiction. There is a Lord. Who is above all, yes. in all, can work through all. For he is Lord. So, buddy, that one right there? Yes. That's. Mm. And where you went with it, that's why I'm like, I don't know. Hey, man. I'm not sure. That's fair. <laughs> I might have to talk to the Lord about that one. That'll- I mean, I know, like, there's people you're supposed to listen to and, like, the Lord ministers to you through him, but, like. Yeah, I don't think it should be connected to my tear ducts, though. I don't think this that's is, fair. This this album is going to be such a tremendous gift to really help people break through. I think we we are, we are often asking God for things while not acknowledging the one thing that matters most, whether you get that or not. Mm. He's giving you His attention. Mm. You have His ear. You have his heart and you have his invitation. And here's what we we don't understand. That whatever you're asking God for now, it means so much to you. There'll come a time when it won't mean anything to you. And and the proof is how many things were once a miracle that are now laying on the shelf with dust on it. You prayed, cried, God did it, you thanked him, you testified, and then you forgot about it. Because that is not the substance. That's That's not what you needed. That's right. What God's heart for us to have is intimacy with him. That's, That's it. So when you listen to Walk With You on this album, that's the essence. Early in the morning, you wait for me to rise. Counting down the seconds till I open up my eyes. I hear your invitation. You have been so patient. Lord, this is my reply. I want to walk with you and talk with you. Hear you speaking and feel you breathing. I want to walk with you and talk with you. I want to hear you speaking and feel you breathing. I want to know you, not just about you. I want to be with you and not just around you. And I want to love you, not just be loved by you. I want to walk with you. That 
That's all we know about Enoch. He walked with God. You don't need to know the details. I walk with God. That's what he's given us. Heaven and earth will pass away. Your walk with God is eternal. My, the heart and the overflow of this album is for the years I have spent in that prayer closet and God has imparted intimacy and this is what I am. I don't know how to lead nothing else. I will never go on American Idol or any show because I, it's not that that's bad. I don't know how to do that. Hmm. Kirk Franklin is my brother. I, I would never go on Sunday's best because I, I love the show. I just... I don't know how I can't operate my talent that way. I don't know how to do it. And I look at people, I'm like, man, you're so talented. I really can't make mine work. And it's a thing where God has given me a talent, but it only opens up within the context of intimacy. That's the only thing that makes it work for me. It really helps me understand what, what songs I should be singing. Because the songs that the Lord has given me to sing, they only work in a certain context. And so my, my assignment is not to inspire. And I hope you are inspired. But that's not the, the, the focus of my assignment. The target of my assignment is to release intimacy between people and their God. And to usher you right into it. That's all I got. I, I, there are other things I wish I could do. That's not my talent. That's not my gift. This album was made to bring unity across ethnicities. So the Lord told me to discipline your skill and your talent for the mission. Don't create songs. You can, there's a lot of things I can create that will be amazing, but they will not meet the mission's goal. Simplify it. Write and craft the songs so it don't go over people's heads. You want to hit them right in the heart. Because that's the, this is the, this is what my culminating understanding of purpose is. I don't, I have a, I have a who oriented purpose, not a what oriented purpose. My purpose is to partner with whatever the Holy Spirit's purpose is. And he's on assignment, and this album isn't. This album is an expression of that. I've been transformed by every song. Ask me why it's a fast song. You, you may have heard it. it's a. I've been transformed by that song. Like the words of it. Look what the Lord has done. Look, it's like I am living that. Yep. And now I get to give that, and and I hope to see the incredible depth of intimacy unleashed, sowed into the hearts of people, and then to see black, white, Japanese, Filipino, African, South African, Nigerian, the London. I'm like this song, these songs are for all of us. And that may seem like a, I don't know, a big statement to make, but that's what God told me to make. And that's what I had to do. Music is universal. It transcends language, ethnicity, culture. 
people know it when they hear it. It's intrinsic. They don't even got to know. When Pharrell wrote Happy, mm-hmm. the world resonated with that song. Um, I've just been sitting here just trying to keep somewhat of my composure because um, you're what God's given you in terms of worship and intimacy is what he's given me with vulnerability. Mm. And so as you were talking about this album and the intimacy and like, I, I don't know how to do it no other way. I was just completely overwhelmed because um, that's how I feel about vulnerability. That's how I feel about the basement. Like I can't come here and do anything else because I know how I've, how my prayer time has been with him. I know how I've talked to him in my lowest times and he's never kicked me out of his presence for anything I've said. Mm. And so that vulnerability is the only way I know how to show up. Why would I show up in public any different to the way that I show up to Jesus in private? That's just dumb. And so the intimacy by which you speak of also made me think about um, this challenge that uh, Jackie Hill Perry gave. Oh, my goodness. About um, fasting from secular music. And what dawned on me is that after that challenge... We, we have like three or four or even five worship mm. leaders and artists booked that are all releasing music. <laughs> and it's almost like the Lord is like, why would I give you a challenge yeah. and not give you the replacement wow. to all that you were listening to. And so intimacy takes takes preeminence in terms of what God wants to establish. And we have literally thousands of people that are not going back to secular music. It wasn't a 30-day challenge, and they were like, oh, I made it. Where's my Beyonce album? Oh, I made it. Where's my K-Dot album? You know what I mean? They're they're like, I'm reset. And the Lord's like, cool. Listen to this project. Yes. Cool. Oh, you, you gonna need her. Oh, you, you gonna need him. And so overflow is about to just I think it's about to help hundreds of thousands of people. Find their intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, man, it's it's a real experience. It's a and my wife and I we call it a transformational experience. How could it not be? Intimacy is transformational. Yeah, 
It's not just experiential, it's transformational. Yeah. I literally cannot wait. Like, I can't wait. Like, I mean, I have to wait. (laughs) (laughs) When does it drop? June 30th. Oh, it's like just like a little over a week. A little over a week. It comes, it's, yeah, man. A little over a week, it's going to be an incredible day. <sighs> I want to give a big shout out to, um, because in this journey, as you said, when we started, you know, there are people who partner with you. That's right. And it makes all the difference. And part of what you said over the last, you know, couple years, that's been like an exposure that's and that huge partnership and that huge opportunity comes from Gateway Church, yep. Pastor Robert Morris, yep. all that he's, the Lord's done through him in that church over the, you know, yeah. last couple of decades. And the Lord bringing me to this place, fruitful place. Yeah. And um, Gateway Worship, Gateway Music, major partnership. Yeah. That created an environment that made this possible, where it went from a vision to a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to say that, man, because it's important to make sure people understand the people that believed in you. Yeah, man. Invested in you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, and, and then people who put their money where their mouth was to yes, say, sir. we're not going to just say we believe in you. That's right. We're we going we gonna to show you that we do believe in you. Absolutely. And this partnership and and this connection with this church as my church, where I've led worship, but now we're doing this. Yeah, man, it's it's a next level because even with that, I did not think I could do this with a church. I didn't know. Yeah, like you know, we when the conversation started, I was like, I don't know, it's, churches don't. <laughs> right, right, churches, right. I don't know, like, like are we really gonna do this? Right, because I'm like, you know, but. At the end of the day, it's like, no, this is what God wanted. This is how it's going to happen. Right. And, you know, God spoke to them. God spoke to leadership. God spoke to that team. And it's been an incredible journey getting this. And and, in just a few days. Yeah. This album's coming out. Overflow live. I can't wait. coming. I cannot wait, bro. I can't wait. Yeah. But I will. Now I, I gotta. I'm. I'm gonna wait because I want to hear when you hear the song. Like, what is your song? What will that song be? I'm. I'm curious. Because when I listen to a project, I listen to it straight through. That's the way it should be. Yeah. When I listen to a project, um, I have to listen to it straight through because there is a conversation mm-hmm. that is happening, and I don't like it to be interrupted. So I don't go nitpick songs and or start in the middle or what was the single what's the first single that dropped and so i'm listening to song five then i'm going back to song one no i listen to it straight through so i will tell you yeah i will tell you what it is right when i listen to it Mm -hmm. straight through i'll I'll i'm gonna be texting you real time that's what's gonna happen so don't respond to nothing I say until I'm done. Until the whole, I'm just gonna blow up your whole. I'm gonna blow up your whole phone. And don't respond until I'm done with all the whole. With the whole, you know, I, sh- I should send you, like I sent you a couple songs. You did, but I should send you like the whole thing. 
if you must. What am I do? Say no. Like the whole <laughs> thing. Just like just just listen. I will listen Cause now, now I can't wait I, It's not even about the release now It's about this release I'm like The release date moved up <laughs> Only for only me though for, only, only, only for, for Tim me. and Julia The, the for release me. date For uh, the Rosses this, uh, well, uh, well We will take it I bet yes. you we will take it Cause yes. I I will You know how I am Yeah I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna sit down And I'm gonna listen to the whole thing Cause I'm gonna watch the whole thing In my head Yeah I see everything in pictures I'm gonna I'm I'm see it <sighs> Bro, I love you so much. Oh man, this right now, this 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 one right here though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't be biased and be ranking pods. All I'll say is, again, when when I do this with people that I've been doing this with, yeah, uh, it is just it's just it's just different. Bless you, it's just different, bro. And thank you. No, I I, I want to say thank you. I, I was debating how would I do this, but I want to thank you. Thank you for being like being there. Thank you for, you know, and we're busy. And one of the things that I'm grateful for is that you're always there. But there are certain moments when you need to be there and you've always known like when those moments were and you show up in those moments. This is, this has been now over 13 years Mm -hmm. of you showing up Mm -hmm. and you showed up day one and we stood out in the parking lot by my car. Yes, sir. In the heat. Yes, sir. Or whatever it was. I can't remember the weather now. Uh-huh. It, was, it, it, was, it was hot. The sun was out. You stood outside, and you told me, like, hey, this is real. You're my brother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. But what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And year after year after year, man, I've told you some stuff. Like, I have, I've opened my heart and, and shared things with you, and you – You've cried, you've prayed with me, and you've done the same. And you have been the truth. Today is just another day <laughs> of you doing the same thing you've always done. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm so humbled. And you have, and, and I, I look at your trajectory and what God has done even before this whole thing started with this podcast. I looked at that and it's like amazing. But I'm watching, and it's like now I get to see you in a whole new space. But the most incredible thing my wife will tell you is like when you watch people, like, and you see that their their heart is the same. It's on display for more to see. But your heart for the people you love, to be the man of God you are, to be a man of worship the way you are, like you said, you don't play, you'll worship anywhere. Yes, I will. You'll worship. Like, like yes, like that absolutely wiped out yes sir face down yes, sir. on a dirty carpet yes sir in a minute in a minute in a minute so as a as a brother as a friend sitting here with you i i honor you i love you i appreciate you um and i thank you which is not adequate enough 
to share the sentiment of my heart, man. I really do. I love you, man. And not this is awesome, but we wouldn't have this. That's right. If if we hadn't had. That's right. That's absolutely correct. All these years. Yeah, absolutely. All of them. All of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I ain't got nothing else for y'all except these, because <laughs> bye. <laughs> just thought to take a little time out to thank the Lord.